0: So I'm back and today we're going to start off with anxiety um, We're going to slowly move into other mental health d- disorders And some ways that I feel would be best to cope So anxiety um, Is mainly caused in ways of stress From work, school, personal re- uh, relationships Friendships, family members Um, emotional trauma, financial concerns, stress caused by a chronic or serious medical condition, a major event or performance, side effects of certain medications, uh, alcohol consumption, drugs such as cocaine, and lack of oxygen. Now, it's not limited to these causes, but these are a good start to a list of hundreds upon hundreds of possible causes, and mind you, these are only common causes. Um, A professional says self-treatment, self-care steps that may be helpful are daily exercise, maintaining a positive attitude, you get enough sleep, Uh, I guess that one would depend on what you define as enough sleep. For you, that may be between five and seven hours. For other people, it may be between seven to nine hours. For some people, it may be nine hours plus. Really, that just depends on your personal preference of sleep and how much you prefer to get. Uh, Other self-treatments are learning what triggers your anxiety and relieving it. Uh, eating a well-balanced diet, practice uh, relaxation techniques such as yoga, stop smoking, and consumption of caffeinated drinks. Now, that's not saying you need to stop drinking uh, a pop or two a day. No, it's saying for those of you that drink multiple cups of coffee or multiple cans of pops in one sitting... That right there's a lot of caffeine intake in a single sitting so it's saying kind of ease off the uh, Whole caffeination and just give your time or give yourself some time to breathe and Just relax Uh, It also says see doctor if you notice the anxiety is interfering with daily tasks so let's say chores for example you can't focus on chores or you can't get them done because your anxiety is so bad. Uh, see, doctor, if, it af- if after previous history of anxiety, uh, anxiety is accompanied by insomnia or depression is evident. That right there, that last one, is a major thing if you're dealing with anxiety and depression eases in slowly i would very highly recommend any of you to see a doctor and then it also says see a doctor immediately not two days later not three days later no it says immediately if you notice you're having suicidal thoughts or if you are having a panic attack now the panic attacks i wouldn't Personally, I wouldn't see those as immediately. If. We, okay. I take that back. I don't see them as an immediate thing to a certain degree. Let's say it's a minor panic attack and nothing really comes of it. It's a short lasted, not a whole lot of time. And. Sorry, it's kind of early for me. I woke up a little bit ago. If the panic attack is really bad, and it's unbearable, and your head is spinning, you feel like you don't know where you are, or it's like your entire world is flipped upside down, then I would highly recommend you go immediately to the doctor's. Now, in times like this, during this whole quarantine and COVID-19 going around, I realize that might be a bit hard. But at the same time, you need to get in as soon as possible if if you immediately notice any of the suicidal thoughts or panic attacks. That is personally what I would do. And I know I'm not one to talk about what I'm feeling or how I'm feeling, but Even I would still immediately let my parents know. Um, Now with all this being said, I'm going to give you the NAMI helpline. Um, It's a confidential helpline for um, people who deal with high levels of anxiety. Uh, If you need, you can privately message me uh, via snap, Instagram, text message. I will gladly give you this number if you are not able to remember it. Eight zero zero nine five zero six two six four. Again that's eight zero zero nine five zero six two six four. I would highly recommend you use uh, that number if you are feeling alone if you're feeling suicidal um If you have suicidal thoughts, even if you don't act on them, I would highly recommend you use this number for anything. Uh, Anxiety, depression, major depression, uh, panic attacks, anything that might harm you mentally and physically, I would highly recommend you use that number. Of course there are other things that you can use the number for depression um anxiety help with anxiety and self-harm i would highly recommend you use this uh let's see 11 signs and symptoms of anxiety uh excessive worrying one of the most common symptoms of anxiety uh, disorder is excessive worrying The worrying associated with Anxiety disorder is Disproportionate to the events that trigger it, And it typically occurs in response To normal everyday situations To be, to be considered a sign Of generalization anxiety disorder The worry must occur on most Days for at least 6 Months to be difficult con- To control Now I I don't 100% agree with that. I'd say after three to four months, if you feel like you are so alone to the point where you think you're gonna kill yourself, or hell, even before three to four months, I would highly recommend you go talk to someone your parents, your grandparents, aunts, uncles. Older cousins, um, doctors, professional doctors. They are people that can help you the most. Sure, your parents have been through it and they've lived with it. And they've made it out because they're still here today. But that doesn't mean they're a professional at it. That doesn't mean they cannot... That doesn't mean that they can give you professional advice on how to deal with it. Your parents are there to help you and guide you through life, that's true. But they can't always give you all the answers that you're looking for. Which is why we have doctors, we have these suicide. we have these anxiety confidential hot tip lines. That's what these are for people willing to help, people that can give you the answers that you need so that you don't do anything that you might regret later down in your lifetime. Uh, The worrying must also be severe and uh, making it difficult to concentrate and accomplish daily tasks. That is major with anxiety because if, if you can't complete a simple task then you could feel absolutely terrible that you weren't able to complete it because you're dealing with all this anxiety that's been built up for who knows how long. And if you don't talk to someone, it could get worse. People under the age of 65 are at the highest risk of of generalized anxiety disorder, especially those who are single- have lower socioeconomic status and have many life stressors excessive worrying about daily matters is a hallmark of generalized anxiety disorder especially if it is severe enough to interfere with your daily life and persists almost daily for at least six months now mind you this is just sign one of eleven number two feeling agitated when someone is feeling anxious part of their sympathetic nervous system goes into overdrive this kicks off a cas- a cascade of effects throughout the body such as a racing pulse sweaty palms shaking hands and dry mouth these symptoms occur because your brain believes you have sensed danger and it is preparing your body to react to the threat sure Right now, the world we live in is a very, very dangerous place. And people who deal and have lived with anxiety are always on edge. They feel like someone's watching them. They feel like something bad might happen or someone might come out, try to kidnap or hurt them or worse, kill them. That's why the brain believes that you are in danger, so it heightens your senses, it kicks in that adrenaline, and uh, your awareness to your surroundings are kicked on overdrive, and it's hard to get them to stop, preparing your body shunts blood away from your digestive system and towards your muscles in case you need to run or fight, it also increases your heart rate and heightens your senses, as I just said. While these effects would be helpful in the case of a true threat, they can be debilitating and the fear is all in your head. Some research even suggests that people with anxiety disorder are not able to reduce their arousal as quickly as people without anxiety, which means that they may feel the effects of anxiety for a longer period of time. A rapid heartbeat, sweating, shaky palms and dry or sweating palms Shaky breath and dry mouth are all common symptoms of anxiety. People with anxiety disorders may experience this, te- this type of arousal for extended periods of time. My definition of extended periods of time are 24 hours uh, or more. It could be days, weeks, a multiple time period of weeks or days. You never know and it's hard for people with anxiety to stop. Uh let's see. Restlessness is number 3. Restlessness is another common symptom of anxiety especially in children and teens. When someone's experiencing restlessness, they often describe it as on edge or having an uncomfortable urge to move. One study found In 128 children diagnosed with anxiety, found that 74% reported restlessness as one of their main anxiety symptoms. 74% of 128 children. Now, that's not 100, but it is pretty darn close. Especially if it's out of 128 children. Who knows if you are feeling restlessness right now at this moment and have a certain, a uncomfortably sudden urge to move. While restlessness does not occur in all people with anxiety, it is one of the red flags doctors frequently look for when making a diagnosis. If you experience restlessness on the majority of days, for more than six months, it may be a sign of an anxiety disorder. Restlessness alone is, in, is not enough to diagnose an anxiety disorder, but it can be one symptom, especially if it occurs frequently. We're not even halfway through, so bear with me here. Number four, fatigue. Becoming easily fatigued is another potential symptom of generalized anxiety disorder. This symptom... Uh, can can and may be surprising to some as anxiety is commonly associated with hyperactivity or arousal. For some fatigue can follow an anxiety attack while others the fatigue can be chronic. It's unclear whether this fatigue is due to other common symptoms of anxiety such as insomnia or muscle tension or whether it may be related to the hormonal effects of chronic anxiety. However, it is important to note that fatigue can also be a sign of depression or other medical or mental conditions. So fatigue alone is not enough to diagnose anxiety. Fatigue can be a sign of anxiety if it is accompanied by excessive worrying. However, it can also indicate other medical disorders. So this uh, what it's saying is that if you are constantly feeling fatigued, it may be chronic. Or if it follows your anxiety attacks, which happen on a periodical basis, then you might be fine. Now, I'm not saying you will be. I'm saying you might be. But if, if this fatigue is chronic, then uh, you may suffer from other mental or medical illnesses. And you seriously would want to go to a doctor for that. Number five. Difficulty concentrating. Many people with anxiety report having difficulty concentrating. One study found, including 157 children and teens with generalized anxiety disorder, found that more than two-thirds of these children and teens had difficulty concentrating on daily tasks. Another study In 175 adults with the same disorder found that almost 90% reported having difficulty concentrating. The worse their anxiety was, the more trouble they had focusing on any daily task. Some studies show that anxiety can interrupt a working memory, a type of memory responsible for holding short-term information. This may help explain the dramatic decrease in performance people often experience during periods of high anxiety. However, difficulty concentrating can also be a symptom of other medical conditions, such as an intention uh, deficient disorder or depression, so it's not enough evidence to diagnose an anxiety disorder. So difficulty concentrating could also be ADD or Another sign of depression, difficulty concentrating can be one sign of an anxiety disorder. It is reported symptoms, of the majo- symptom, in the majority of people diagnosed with generalized anxiety disorder. On to number six, irritability. Most people with anxiety disorders also expend- also experience excessive irritability. According to one study, including over six thousand. Adults. More than 90% of those with the generalized anxiety reported feeling highly irritable during periods where their anxiety was at its worst. Comparing to self reported worries, young and middle aged adults with a generalized anxiety reported more than twice as much irritability in their day to day lives. Given that anxiety is associated with high arousal and excessive worrying, It's not surprising that irritability is a common symptom. Most people with a generalized anxiety disorder report feeling highly irritable, especially when their anxiety is at its peak. Number seven, tense muscles. Having tense muscles on most days of the week is another frequent symptom of anxiety. While tense muscles may be common, it's not fully understood why they're associated with anxiety. It is possible that muscle tenseness itself increases feeling of anxiety, but it's also possible that anxiety leads to increased muscle uh, tenseness, sorry, or that a third factor causes both. Interestingly enough, treating muscle tension with muscle relaxation therapy has been shown to to reduce worry in people with generalized anxiety. Some studies show uh, it to be as effective as cognitive behavior therapy. Muscle tension is strongly linked to anxiety, but the direction of the relationship is not well understood. Treating muscle tension has been shown to help reduce symptoms of worry, not symptoms of anxiety. Trouble falling or staying asleep. Sleep disturbance uh, Uh, is strongly associated with anxiety waking up in the middle of the night and having trouble falling back asleep are the two most commonly reported problems some research suggests that having insomnia during childhood may even be linked to developing anxiety later in a, a child's lifetime a study following nearly a thousand children over 20 years found that having insomnia in childhood was linked to to a 60% increased risk of developing an anxiety disorder by age 26. That is a very young age for developing anxiety because of insomnia. It said it was linked to a 60% increase. While insomnia and anxiety are strongly linked, it's unclear whether insomnia contributes to anxiety if anxiety contributes to insomnia or both. What is well known is that when an underlying anxiety disorder is treated, insomnia often improves as well. Sleep problems are very common in people with anxiety. Treating the anxiety can help, well it can usually help improve sleep quality as well. Number nine, panic attacks, which a lot of my friends have panic attacks due to their, I wouldn't say severe anxiety, but their really bad anxiety levels and how it affects them. One type of anxiety disorder called panic uh, disorder is associated with reoccurring panic attacks. Panic attacks produce an intense overwhelming sensation of fear that can be uh, debilitating this extreme fear is typically accompanied by rapid heartbeat sweating shaking shortness of breath chest tightness nausea and fear of dying or losing control panic attacks can happen in isolation but if they occur frequently and unexpectedly they may they may be a sign of panic disorder an estimation of 22% of American adults will experience a a panic attack at some point in their lives, but only about 3% experiencing them frequently enough to meet the criteria for a panic disorder. Panic attacks produce extremely intense feelings of fear accompanied by unpleasant physical symptoms. Recurring panic attacks may be a sign of panic disorder. Number 10, we're, we're almost done here guys. You may be exhibiting signs of social anxiety disorder if you find yourself feeling anxious or fearful about upcoming social uh, situations, worried that you may be judged or scrutinized by others, fearful of being embarrassed or humiliated in in front of others, and avoiding certain social events because of these fears. Social anxiety disorder is very common, affecting roughly 12% of American adults at some point in their lifetime, meaning... Every adult American uh, is affected by social anxiety disorder at some point in their life. So everyone will deal with it, but it'll take some time for it to actually affect them and it be noticeable. Social anxiety leads uh to or social anxiety tends to develop early in life in fact about 50% of those who have it are diagnosed by the age of 11 that's a very young age to be diagnosed with social anxiety while only 80% are diagnosed by age 20 that is a drastic increase of percentage just in the span of 9 years from 50% to 80 from 11 to 20 people with uh, social anxiety may appear extremely shy and quiet in groups or when meeting new people while they may not appear to stress on the outside and feel they uh, inside they feel extremely fear or extreme fear and anxiety sorry This uh, aloofness can sometimes make people with social anxiety appear snobby or standoffish, but the disorder is associated with low self-esteem, high self-criticism, and depression. Fear and avoidance of social situations may be a sign of social anxiety, one of the most commonly diagnosed anxiety disorders. Alright, now we're on to number 11, the final one. IRRATIONAL FEARS Extreme fears about specific things such as spiders, enclosed spaces, or heights could be a sign of a phobia. A phobia is defined as an extreme anxiety or fear about a specific object or situation. The feeling is severe enough that it interferes with your ability to function normally. Some common phobias include animal phobias, fear of specific animals or insects, Natural environmental phobias, fear of uh, natural events like hurricanes or floods, tornadoes, earthquakes. Body, or not body, blood injection injury phobias, fear of blood injections, needles, or injuries. Situational phobias, fear of certain situations like an airplane or elevator ride. Agoraphobia is another phobia that involves fear of at least two of the following. Using public transportation, being in open spaces, being in enclosed spaces, standing in line or being in a crowd, and being outside of the home alone. Phobias of all kinds affect 12.5% of Americans at some point in their life. They tend to develop in childhood or the teenage years and are more common in women than they are men. Irrational fears that interrupt daily functions may be a sign of a specific phobia. There are many types of phobias, but all involve uh, avoidance, behaviors, and feelings of extreme fear. Alright, so now, as I keep scrolling, it says natural ways to reduce anxiety. Eating a healthy diet. Consuming probiotics and fermented foods. Limiting caffeine. Caffeine. Uh, abstaining from alcohol. Quit uh, quit smoking. Ex- uh, exercise often. Trying medication and practicing yoga. The best way that I feel would help a lot of you is meditation. It doesn't have to be for half an hour, 45 minutes, anything longer than that. Just 5 to 10 minutes when you wake up and before you go to bed, will help tremendously deal and help with your anxiety. Uh, When to seek professional help. Anxiety can be debilitating, so it's important to seek professional help if your symptoms are severe. If you feel anxious on the majority of days and experience one or more of the symptoms listed above for at least six months, it may be a sign of anxiety. Regardless for how long you've been experiencing symptoms, if you ever feel like your emotions are interfering with your life, you should seek professional help. Licensed psychologists and psychiatrists are trained to treat anxiety disorders uh, through a variety of means. This often includes cognitive behavioral therapy, anti-anxiety medication, or some of the natural therapies listed above. Working with a professional can help you manage your anxiety and reduce your symptoms as quickly and as safely as possible. Alright, I'm going to leave this here. Um, I hope that all and any of you that are dealing and facing with anxiety or another mental disorder that could be the cause of anxiety, seek out help as soon as possible. For all of these reasons, and the reasons i listed before so thank you all very much for listening and i hope you have a great day